You are Locked On Pelicans, your daily podcast on the New Orleans Pelicans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to another edition of Locked On Pelicans, the daily podcast covering your favorite team, the New Orleans Pelicans, and NBA as a whole, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day, available on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm your host, Pelicans Insider, credential member of the media and editor over at LockedOnPelicans.com, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. Here with you all on this Thursday, still less than a week away before the Pelicans kick off the regular season, traveling up to Toronto to take on the Raptors in the opening night of the NBA season. First game, pretty cool, but we've got a lot more to cover in the meantime, and we will touch on that Friday. We will touch on the game on Monday. There's also a preseason game on Friday, too. But we're going to have some fun in today's episode. We'll talk about some serious stuff. We're going to start off talking about, am I worried about the defense? And we're taking more of your Twitter questions for this week. So we'll talk about that. Then we're going to have a little bit of fun with it as we get further along. Who's the top five players in the league you want to see Zion dunk over? I've got a list. I've got a couple of lists. This list could be really long if you really wanted to make it that. I'll give you my top five. I'll give you some reasons why. I'll read off some of the Twitter responses that came in because this was an excellent question. And then we'll also have some fun in the third segment talking about petty games. What's that mean? You'll find out then. So let's do it in today's edition of Locked On Pelicans. And with the season less than a week away, don't forget to subscribe to the Locked On Pelicans podcast wherever you get your podcast from. Never miss an episode. It's going to be such a fun year. You want to be up to date with everything going on here and all of the latest topics that we're covering here at Locked On Pelicans. So subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. So let's talk about the defense, and this question comes from Clovis Mello at Dark Hornet. That sounds like a good superhero name here. And he goes, should we be in any way concerned about our slow starts in preseason games while the starters are in against other starters? And I think this is mainly about the defense. The offense has kept up. They've scored pretty well. I don't think we have any concern about them on the offensive end and scoring tons and tons of points. But it's the defense that has been a bit of a concern, and we talked about it earlier in the week on why the Pelicans are able to come back from some of these deficits that they get in, giving up a lot of points because they're deeper than other teams. And so their third string against other teams' third string, theirs is better, so they should win that. And that's why you've seen you know three straight comebacks of double digits in the second half. But the defense in the first half, with some of the starters in, has not been great. And so I'm going to say, first and foremost, I don't know how much we should read into some of the stuff that I'm going to throw out there. It's a small sample size of just four games. You know, some of these guys aren't playing a regular allotment of minutes. Derek Favors hasn't been out there a ton. Drew Holiday's missed a game. Uh, And these are issues that are going to, you know, hurt your defense when you don't have some of these really good defensive guys in there. Zion's looked lost at times. It won't stay that way all year. So if the question then becomes, am I concerned about the defense? Yeah, because the start of the season is going to be tough for the Pelicans. And if they can go 6-6, six and six, I think that's considered a big victory for the team over their first 12 games. But at the same time, you got to be better than you've been. So if you can just tread water till the defense hopefully improves, and they have a lot of guys who should be good defenders, and just maybe need to come together as a team, learn the basic concepts from Jeff Bizdelic, and really kind of get that down and understand each other's roles in the offense, how, or sorry, in the defense, and how to communicate, they should get better. So from that perspective, 
I'm not worried. And when you really kind of watch some of this and look in the numbers, it's really just been one thing that I think has been hurting them more than anything else when it comes to the defense, and that's giving up shots at the rim in the paint. So their defensive rating's been bad. In the preseason, they have ranked basically as one of the worst uh, teams defensively out of all of the teams that have played. Right, let me check and see the numbers right now on it. Are there any teams that have a worse defensive rating? Uh, than the Pelicans that play in the NBA? The answer is yes. The Utah Jazz, Spurs, and that's it, have a worse defensive rating than them so far throughout preseason of NBA teams. So that's not great. We know the Jazz defense is likely going to be better, probably the Spurs too. So how much does this really tell you? But when you really kind of dive into it, they're rebounding defensively at a very strong rate. They're seventh in the league, uh, grabbing 77.8% of opponents' misses. It's a very good number. They get 10 steals per game, which puts them solidly in the top 10, their ninth when it comes to that. They get uh, some blocks to be middle of the pack. And then the issue is opponents are getting a ton of points off of Pelicans turnovers. And you've seen a couple games where they've been around that 20-ish mark. So you're gifting easy points off turnovers in the fast break to opponents. But more than that, it's opponent points in the paint, which I think is kind of one of the big numbers that really jumps out as you as something bad. Pelicans are giving up 53.5 points in the paint per preseason game so far. It's with Zion there, but not as much Derek Favors. And once Favors becomes that rim protector for the team, plays more minutes than he's playing, yeah, I think it's going to get a little bit better and it's going to improve. So, you know, do I think the Pelicans are going to keep giving up as many points as they're giving in preseason to opposing starters? Probably not, because the Pelicans haven't really been rolling with their total group of guys. And I think that's a big part of it. So overall, I think this is going to improve. They have the tools for this. They have the coach for this. And when you look at some of the metrics, the rebounding being so good, the steals being pretty good, they're doing a lot of things right. It's just the miscommunication, the missed assignments, and the lack of awareness from some of these guys, particularly Zion, if you really want to fault him for anything, that are really hurting the team. There's too many guys that are just catching a pass on the perimeter and driving because the Pelicans didn't rotate over and they weren't really sure what to do. And you're seeing a lot of that. They're also giving up a lot of open three-pointers. They need to kind of clamp down on that, but it's kind of the same idea. One pass, guy can either take an open three or drive to the rim. The Pelicans need to do better at deterring those drives, contesting three-pointers. And with time, when people know what they're supposed to be doing, I think they're going to get there. So, yeah, I'm a little concerned, but I'm you know, going to wait. You know, If it's midseason, we're still seeing this kind of be a trend. Then, yeah, we might want to hit the panic button a little bit. But right now, I think it should improve. So I'm not overly concerned with what I'm seeing from the first half of games in preseason. So we'll touch on who you want Zion to dunk over, who I want him to dunk over. We can do top five in the league right now. Maybe we can do an all-time top five, but I think I kind of know what that list is going to be for a lot of people. So we'll, we'll focus more on the current players because that's what we have a chance of seeing. I'm sorry, Zion's not about to go dunk over Charles Barkley in the next week or two or, you know, 82 games. Before we do that, though, don't forget about the Locked On NBA podcast Monday through Friday, breaking down everything you want to know going on around the association. We've got the season preview series up right now, breaking down 
all of the teams in all of the divisions giving you what the the experts, the boots on the ground people, projections for those teams are. Subscribe to Locked on NBA wherever you get your podcast from. Listen to the uh, season preview series. And I'm also on there Wednesday co-hosting the Locked on NBA podcast. John Corrales hosts the Locked on Celtics and I have a lot of fun. Make sure you listen to that one as well. So as I opened up on Twitter asking for questions, I said, you don't have to keep them just basketball related, though. You guys have a lot of Pelicans questions and want to know that, so we can stick to that. But I've gotten some fun ones, so let's let's take a, a bit of time in the middle of the week here to enjoy ourselves a little bit. We've got plenty of time all season long to talk serious basketball. Positively Pelicans at Positively Pelly1 tweeted at me a really good question. This Honestly, this might be the best one that I've gotten. Uh, and I like most of the ones you've all sent me. Um, and he goes, top five current NBA players you want to see Zion dunk on and top five former NBA players you want to see Zion dunk on. And then I said, uh, let's open this up to just everyone to send in their list on Twitter because frankly, this is a really fun question. Um, it's like a weird version of fantasy basketball. Who would you draft that you want Zion to dunk over? Something like that. Look, Anthony Davis and LeBron James in some order are probably one and two for every Pelicans fan. That might not be the case around the league. Other people, if you were to ask like a Knicks fan who they want to see Zion dunk over, but in New Orleans, if you're asking a Pelicans fan, who do you want to see Zion dunk over? It's basically Anthony Davis and then LeBron James. As simple as that. I don't disagree. I don't have resentment or like petty feelings towards Anthony Davis. I don't really care. I'm not a very petty person in the first place. And we'll touch on that also. Not about me, but petty stuff in the third segment. So, I, you know, I don't really care. I don't really care what he did and all of that. Like I've just moved on and I don't, I, just, I don't care. That's the best way to put it. I'd still like to see him dunk over Anthony Davis at some point. LeBron would be a good one too, though. I think LeBron's pretty good at making business decisions and acting like he's playing defense, but isn't really. So those are one and two. But who else would, I think, be in that top three list? And I've got different ways you could go with this. So Draymond Green would be a strong third candidate on this list, I think. I don't know if I want to put him on there. He's an annoying player, but does him getting dunked on by Zion really mean anything? You know, is there any value or something like that to us as Pelicans fans in there? I don't really see much. I think there are some guys, though, that you might want to throw on there. Chris Paul, not Chris Paul, sorry, uh, Eric Gordon would be a strong third candidate. I think for a lot of people kind of falling in the same vein as Anthony Davis, maybe Chris Paul could be in there too. Guys who kind of forced their way out of New Orleans or didn't, you know, it just it, fans don't like them for obvious reasons, even though Chris Paul should be liked. Um, so I think they're there too. That's not who I want to see, though, Zion dunk on. And when I was picking my criteria for the final three people, I wanted noted Pelicans killers, those random ass role players that come in and like light up New Orleans and give them an L when it's a victory they should have had. Number three on this list is probably Will freaking Barton for how many times he's hit like 15 threes in a game. That's an exaggeration and scored 45 points. Also an exaggeration, but it feels like he's done that regularly to New Orleans, right? Absolutely. He's a noted Pelican killer that I would just love to see dunked on by Zion to be like, look, this is not the same old New Orleans franchise anymore where you can just come in, light it up out of nowhere and win a game for your team. 
That crap is done with, and Zion's going to punctuate that with the exclamation point of dunking over Will Barton. You have Bielitsa over in Sacramento, who I think basically won the Kings a game last year by playing out of his freaking mind. You know what? No, we can't have things like that here in New Orleans. He's number four on the list. Again, noted Pelicans killers. Now, the fifth one, you could pick another Pelican killer in there. There's actually plenty of them, which is super annoying. I'm going to go a little bit petty. I think my most hated NBA player of like all time in the NBA um, is a former Hornet. I don't think he was on the Pelicans. He might have been. And that is Marco Bellinelli. I don't know why. I just dislike the dude as a player. He's not bad. Maybe it was because I thought he was going to do so much more here in New Orleans and he just never did. I'd love to see Zion dunk all over him. So that's my top five, maybe going in a different direction than a lot of you would go with and a lot of you are thinking. If you were to pick top five, you know, historically, you're going to pick like five of the all-time greats. You're going to pick like Wilt. You're going to pick Russell, maybe Larry Bird, Dr. J in there too, Shaq. Uh, Barkley, Carl uh, Malone, maybe MJ if you want to guard. I think those are a lot of the guys that you would pick. So that one's not as fun because it's not current players and current players kind of give you a reason why. So we've seen a couple of people basically just put Anthony Davis, LeBron James, Anthony Davis, LeBron James, and then Anthony Davis again as the top five guys they wanted to see. Someone else put an AD, Draymond Green, Chris Stapps, Porzingis, which, okay. Rudy Gobert, he basically did that already. And then Nikola Jokic, maybe because he's kind of the up-and-coming big that makes a lot of sense. Um, I've had, uh, who else do we have here? AD, LeBron again, Gobert, uh, Andre Drummond, and then Draymond Green. Yeah, makes a lot of sense. LeBron, Kyrie, Harden, Horford, Jimmy Butler. That's a bit of a different list, which I think is kind of interesting. Um, We only have one vote so far that I'm looking at for Joel Embiid, which is kind of interesting. It also would be a very, very tough one to try and uh, dunk over. Clint Capella got on the list. Kyle Kuzma got on someone's list. Dwight Howard got on someone's list. All on the same list um, as well. So that's kind of interesting. Ines Cantor, uh, is on a list as well. Like why you guys, what did he ever do to you? Um, looking at some of this. So those are some of the names that have come out there, but it's really AD and LeBron. I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to see and, uh, Anthony Davis. Oh my God. I'm not even, I'm still in preseason form wanting to see Zion dunk over Anthony Davis or LeBron James. So we'll go into some more pettiness coming up here in just a second, but today's edition of Locked on Pelicans brought to you by Indochino. Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Locked on at checkout. All right, third and final segment of the show here today. Still going to have a little bit of fun. Go slightly off topic, but not that off topic. When it comes to your New Orleans Pelicans, this question comes from Flights No Feelings. I think I got that right. That's basically the Twitter account, Flights N-O-F-E-E-L-N-S. I think it could be an I. I'm not great at reading these sort of things. And he goes, he asked one question, which we'll talk about another day, realistic expectations for Drew Holiday. I think that's a good question too. But let's have some more fun on the pod today. And he goes, since you said we can ask non-basketball questions, what do you think will be the biggest petty game for fans? Lakers at Pels the, what, day after or that Wednesday Wednesday before Thanksgiving, November 27th, or Saints at Falcons the day after on 11-28, November 28th. So... 
I was try this was a good question because it feels like, you know, one of those games being a home game is a really big thing. Or I guess that is the Thanksgiving Day game for the Saints, by the way, not the like day. I, I'm not looking at a calendar. Anyway, you guys get what I mean. So one of them's a home game, the Lakers at Pelicans. It's the return of Anthony Davis on a sneaky good day of NBA games that Wednesday before Thanksgiving when they know don't put games on Thanksgiving because that is the NFL's time and it's kind of college football on that Friday and Saturday. And, you know, I think that's going to be a raucous crowd. There's there's no other way to put it. AD is going to get booze rained on him in the beginning. They might turn to cheers later on, but like that dude's going to freaking hear it. Probably same thing for LeBron. And then I started to think, of years past, like how many Lakers fans show up and pack the arena because they're everywhere and they cheer for LeBron and also LeBron's just kind of awesome. He is as a basketball player. You're like, you want to cheer for this dude. Is that going to make the crowd maybe slightly more mixed in terms of like anti-Lakers, pro-Lakers than we would anticipate it that? And I think it really could. Like, I don't know if the atmosphere is actually going to be this like hostile environment that we all think that it might. And then you go to the Saints and Falcons, and I'm not a petty person. You know, I, I root for the Saints all the time. I'm a Colts fan first and foremost, but root for the Saints whenever they're not playing. Um, and we don't need to talk about a Super Bowl over 10 years ago now. And so that game, the Saints and the Falcons, man, you, it, everyone here just hates the Falcons. Again, I'm not a petty person. It's not my, my personality for this. But like the, the 28 to 3 thing is still going strong. Not like petering out or anything like that. That is in full-blown, like, constant jokes being made, like, over oh, a year and a half later. We've had another Super Bowl since then. Two Super Bowls? I can't even remember. And, like, it's just kind of surprising to me because, you know, the Saints, what, I, I can't remember if they made the playoffs or not that year, but they didn't get as far as the Falcons did. Objectively, the Falcons had a better season and the Saints fans are making fun of them for that better season. And like, that's never going to go away ever. The 28 to three thing is going to stay. That's if it was going to go away, it would have by now it's not. And so I wonder with that kind of game and it being the Falcons, you're just going to see 28 to three jokes constantly. No matter what's happening, the Saints could get blown out like 50 to nothing in that one, which they won't because the Falcons stink this year. And you would just be seeing people go, oh, well, at least we didn't blow a 28-3 to lead in the Super Bowl. I think that wins the pettiness bowl between these two games. And I think the Lakers crowd is going to maybe hurt the Pelicans for that kind of pettiness bowl too. So it's going to be kind of interesting to see. That is a like packed weekend of sports and everything uh, here in New Orleans, which is awesome and fun. And I'm really excited uh, for all of that. But yeah. It's going to be a very interesting weekend, but I'm going to give the Petty Bowl to the Falcons because, frankly, I think they're always going to win that kind of thing here in New Orleans. So that's going to do it for this edition of Locked on Pelicans. Thank you all for listening. Thank you all for tweeting in your questions. Keep it coming. We can do some more tomorrow and Monday as well if we've got time for it then. As always, I'm your host, Jake Madison, at Nola Jake on Twitter. I'll be back with you all tomorrow.